Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Aftcast Tenerife Afternoons, and I'm your host, Tim Dowd. Today, we've got a little bit of weather as normal, looking backwards over the week. The latest in the COVID saga. I'm going to be reading out some more news from Janet Anscombe's website, janetanscombe.com. And we're going to look at the headlines at the government website. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the show. Let's take a look at the weather. There's going to be plenty of weather in the next few days, so they say. Well, it's been a bit weird this morning. It was sunny, then cloudy, then sunny, and it's gone cloudy again. They're even promising a little bit of rain. I don't suppose the rain will actually reach the ground, though. So I'm sat on my balcony now, looking out at North America and Southern America. And I'm going left now. I'm looking to the Antarctic down the bottom there. And it's grey skies. Temperatures in the low 20s. Uh, there is no direct sunlight, so it's going to be like that all the time. Last night it dropped to around about 19 degrees in the night. But that's still warm enough for all you guys that are probably going to be coming on holiday. Starting very soon, we hope. Very soon. That was the aftcast for today. Looking back at the week. Get to like, subscribe, ring the little bell for notifications if you follow me on YouTube. Subscribe or download or whatever you do with podcasts if you're listening on the podcast. And don't forget we do have a page in Facebook at LWMST. And I upload pictures to Instagram of food. So if you're into food, you can go to Living with MS Tenerife on Instagram. All the links I'll put in the description. And I will see you soon. That was the end of the weather. COVID-19 update. I got the latest figures from the 19th of February 2021. The active COVID ticker. Uh, Canary Islands total was 6,200 exactly, which is down from the day before. Tenerife, 2,152 active cases, which was slightly up from the day before. Uh, Arona, 77 down. Adeki, 104 up by two. Granadilla Diabona, 81 down. And the seven day average is hovering around about 40.3, which is down on the day before at 40.7 so uh, we are getting we are getting there we're uh, going in the right direction again so that's quite good and uh, don't forget I'll leave a, a link where you can get this information in the description that was COVID for today So now we're going to go over to JanetAnscombe.com and see what the news is on that website. (music) 
wonderful website in TenerifeJanetAnscombe.com. And we're going with to lead now with a, a headline from yesterday called Spain COVID Vaccine. Canary Islands are the only Spanish region with more people fully vaccinated than total COVID case numbers. The Canary Islands are the only region of Spain that has more people who've received the two required doses of the vaccine than total COVID case numbers. The confirmation comes from Amos Garcia, Epidemiology Chief at the Public Health Board, and Begonia Reyero, a member of the COVID vaccination team based here, who reported that we now have 50,200 people who have received the double dose required, compared with 39,040 accumulated cases. The pair also said that 3.72% of the population has now received the two doses, a percentage above the national average, which is 2.42. Garcia also reported that out of the 140,440 doses received in the Canaries, 117,223, which is 83.47%, have been administered to date and that the vaccination campaign has already completed Priority Group 1, which is residents and workers in social nursing centres, and nearly finished vaccinating Priority Group 2, which is health service professionals, where coverage has reached 99.15%, some 37,925 people. These groups overlap somewhat and vary as a result coming from continued research, but they are continuing with Group 3, which is social care workers and those heavily dependent on care at home, and are now starting Group 4, heavily dependent on care plus carers. That might even be my group. The logistics of the whole exercise are clearly as vital as the medical research that produces the vaccine, and Garcia explained that giving a vaccination to patients heavily dependent on care at home was complicated because this group comprises of over 25,000 individuals who sometimes live remotely. But where the dose needs to be given within six hours, as such medics vaccination routes are carefully planned to ensure that everyone scheduled at a particular route on a given day gets their dose within the period. One question that is frequently asked was also answered by Garcia, who said that the over 80s have now started to be called by their health centres. This is still at the start, and there are 90,000 in this group to be contacted, though that includes those in groups 1 and 4, who can therefore be deducted from that number. The Public Health Authority's epidemiology chief assured the public that the Canaries was in a good position to increase and consolidate the rate of vaccine administration once the arrival of doses in the Canary Islands has stabilised. He also stressed that the entire vaccination strategy is a living and evolving plan, constantly being adapted to circumstances and new scientific evidence. Clearly, he would have no more time than I do for those who delight in trolling this site with boasts about the UK's world-beating vaccination programme and snidely wishing that the Canarias will get its act together soon. Our programme is going well and doing fine, thank you very much, and ensuring that those who need it get it first, and all of it, not just the first dose. That was the headline news from Janet Anscombe's website. Don't forget to go to JanetAnscombe.com for more information. Let's go over to the government website now and let's see what the headlines are there.
And the government headsite leads with Torres demands in the Senate the involvement of all institutions for a co-responsible migration policy. And then the subtitle there is The President of the Canary Islands considers the redistribution and the management of the migratory phenomenon in Europe crucial because for the Canary Islands the current migratory pressure is unaffordable. Notes to need to activate the mechanisms to revive tourism within the community, state and regional funds, and calls for a common European approach to the recovery of mobility. There's a thank you for the translation from Google there. Let's see what he says here. He is going to details. The President of the Canary Islands, Angel Victor Torres, spoke this afternoon on a Senate and after detailing the socio-economic effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the migratory upturn that the islands have suffered since January 2020, he called on the parties in the Upper House, where the territories are represented, to advocate a co-responsible and coordinated migration policy between all Spanish and European Union administrations. According to him, and after an increase of 756.8% in the number of people arriving by sea in the Canary Islands in 2020 over 2019, which was from 2,287 to 23,023, this flow and its permanence on the islands is unaffordable for the community. 26,000 migrants in the last 13 months. A situation that is aggravated by the dismantling that has taken place during the last decade of the reception resources existing since the Keiko crisis of 2006. If you want to read the rest of the article, you go to gobiernodecanarias.org. Noticias. Don't forget to like, subscribe and ring that little bell for notifications if you watch me on YouTube. Don't forget to download or subscribe or whatever you do to podcasts. And you can get the original on anchor.fm slash lwmst. You can also leave a message and I might even include it in a future episode. We have a page on Facebook at LWMST. And I post food pictures on Instagram, living with NS Tenerife. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can let me know by going to timothydow.com. There you can send me an email, find out how to sponsor the channel. You can even join me live Monday, Wednesday and Friday on YouTube by using your phone or computer. And there is a blog with a link to all of the stories, all of the podcasts, and all of the stuff that we do. So until next time, I'm saying, vamos a la playa. Vamos a la playa. Hoping it won't be long before you can all come and visit. Stay safe. Wear your mask, wash your hands. Don't put yourself in a risky situation.
and stop spreading those stupid, stupid memes on Facebook. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. See you next time. Bye-bye.